0: Welcome to reading the psalms. I'm Dan and we're going to read Psalm 109 today. Psalm 109. Again, this is another psalm of David. Hold not thy peace, O God of my praise. For the mouth of the wicked and the mouth of deceit have they opened against me. They have spoken unto me with a lying tongue. They compassed me about also with words of hatred and fought against me without a cause. For my love They're my adversaries, but I give myself unto prayer, and they have rewarded me evil for good and hatred for my love. Set thou a wicked man over him, and let an adversary stand at his right hand. When he's judged, let him come forth guilty, and let his prayer be turned to sin. Let his days be few. Let another take his office. Let his children be fatherless and his wife a widow. Let his children be vagabonds, and beg, and let them seek their bread out of their desolate places. Let the extortioner catch him in all that he has, and let strangers make spoil of his labor. Let there be none to extend mercy to him, neither let there be any to have pity on his fatherless children. Let his posterity be cut off, and the generation following let their name be blotted out, Let the iniquity of his fathers be remembered with the Lord, and let not the sin of his mother be blotted out. Let them be before the Lord continually, that he may cut off the memory of them from the earth, because that he remembered not to show mercy, but persecuted the poor and needy man and the broken in heart to slay them. Yea, he loved cursing, and it came unto him, and he delighted not in blessing, and it was far from him and he clothed himself also with cursing as with a garment, and it came into his inward parts like water, and like oil into his bones. Let it be unto him as the raiment wherewith he covers himself, and for the girdle wherewith he is girded continually. This is the reward of mine adversaries from the Lord, and of them that speak evil against my soul. But deal thou with me, O God the Lord, for thy name's sake. Because thy mercy is good, deliver thou me For I am poor and needy, and my heart is wounded within me. I am gone like the shadow when it declines. I am tossed up and down as the locust. My knees are weak through fasting, and my flesh fails of fatness. I am become also like a reproach unto them, and when they see me they shake their head. Help me, O Lord my God, and save me according to thy mercy, that they may know that this is thy hand, that thou, Lord, hast done it. Let them curse, but bless thou. When they arise, they shall be ashamed, but thy thy servant shall rejoice. Let mine adversaries be clothed with dishonor, and let them cover themselves with their own shame as with a mantle. I will give great thanks unto the Lord with my mouth, yet I will praise him among the multitude, for he shall stand at the right hand of the needy to save him from them that judge his soul. This is one of the hard Psalms. This is one of the difficult ones to, uh, to, to understand its place in the whole uh, collection of scriptures. Has great condemnations and cursing, cursings and wishes evil on others. And to the average reader of the Bible, we come to this and, and it feels shocking and it feels different. And we have the question of what, what do we do with this? One simple solution is to recognize its connection with Judas, the betrayer of Jesus, and we see a line in verse 8 which is quoted in Acts chapter 1 with reference to Judas and what he did. And as we read through the psalm with Judas and Jesus in mind, we can, we can see uh, and connect the, the ugliness, um, the wickedness, the, the selfishness that one had against one who was so innocent. And that is one way to approach the psalm. We can remember that, though the psalm was penned by David, that these are all the words of the Lord, of the Word himself, Christ, and that this is his heart speaking in the psalm. Yet it was penned by David, and David wrote it at one point. And so what do we do with David's voice here? Well, another thing that we can do is we can look at the evil that the wicked one commits in the psalm. His mouth of deceit and words of hatred, tearing down one who was trying to give love and and offer prayer. Uh, We can look at how this wicked one was rewarding evil for good and rewarding evil for love, and that he was not showing mercy, withholding that from those who were low, persecuting the poor, even slaying those with broken hearts, taking shame and wearing it seemingly boastfully as a garment and then we see that the curses that David calls upon this one or the ones even seem to correspond perfectly with this wicked one's own behavior and that what David calls down uh, on seem to correspond with the behavior and the problems that this wicked one was calling on others and so it seems to be a psalm of seeming reciprocity of this eye for an eye if he is causing this sort of generational trouble on others, why should there not be generational trouble on this one? Even more so, verses 17, 18, and 19, and I've made a bit of a reference to this, we see that he loved cursing and it came unto him. He delighted not in blessing and it was far from him, and he clothed himself also with cursing as with a garment. And then we see the logical... Results of that. It came into his inward parts like water and oil into his bones. It's going to ruin someone from the inside out. And so it seems that David is calling toward that. We still have the question, should we wish this today? Jesus himself speaks the words that we should love our enemies. Yet these Psalms are here. This is... This is something that I've discovered. I think that this is a a reality in these Psalms. I I think that one should read these Psalms in the midst of their pain. That when you are hurting, when someone has done this to you, that you should read these Psalms and let them express these thoughts. Uh, Let these Psalms say what you are possibly afraid to say yourself, or let these Psalms say what you wish you could say or want to say yourself, let the psalm say it. Let the psalm say it in a correct way and then leave your pain there. Use these psalms to rid yourself of the the cursings and carry it no more. It is so dangerous to carry these long-term feelings. We run the risk of clothing ourselves in these cursings and have them ruin our own bones as we see the psalm did with the, with the wicked one. So, when these feelings come, use these psalms to, to focus our hurt uh, into a fine point and rid it from ourselves. It may take more than one reading, but use them to rid the pain so that you can focus on the help that God offers, which is also in this psalm. Verses 21 through 27 speaks about the need. I am poor and needy, my heart is wounded within me, and I am gone like a shadow that declines, and, and call on God's help. So that at the end of the psalm, you can be helped by God for God's own glory. Let's read it again. Hold not thy peace, O God of my praise, for the mouth of the wicked and the mouth of deceit have they opened against me. They have spoken unto me with a lying tongue. They compassed me about also with words of hatred and fought against me without a cause. For my love, they are my adversaries, but I give myself unto prayer, and they have rewarded me evil for good and hatred for my love. Set thou wicked man over him and, let an adversary stand at his right hand. When he's judged, let him come forth guilty, and let his prayer be turned to sin. Let his days be few, and let another take his office. Let his children be fatherless, and his wife a widow. Let his children be vagabonds, and beg, and let them seek their bread without, uh, out of their desolate places. Let the extortioner catch all that he has, and let the strangers take make spoil of his labor. Let there be none to extend mercy unto him, neither let there be any to have pity on his fatherless children. Let his posterity be cut off, and in the generation following let their name be blotted out. Let the iniquity of his fathers be remembered with the uh, Lord, and let not their sin of his mother be blotted out. Let them be before the Lord continually, that he may cut off the memory of them from the earth because that he remembered not to show mercy, but persecuted the poor and the needy man and the broken in heart to slay them. Yea, he loved cursing, and it came unto him, and he delighted not in blessing, and it was far from him. And he clothed himself also with cursing, as with a garment, and it came into his inward parts like water, and like oil into his bones. Let it be unto him as the raiment wherewith he covers himself, and for the girdle wherewith he is girded continually. This is the reward of mine adversaries from the Lord, and of them that speak evil against my soul. But deal thou with me, O God the Lord, for thy name's sake, because thy mercy is good. Deliver thou me, for I am poor and needy, and my heart is wounded within me. I am gone like the shadow when it declines, and I am tossed up and down as the locust. My knees are weak through fasting, and my flesh fails of fatness. I am become also a reproach to them, and when they see me they shake their head. Help me, O Lord my God, and save me according to thy mercy, that they may know that this is thy hand, that thou, Lord, hast done it. Let them curse, but bless thou. When they arise they shall be ashamed, but thy servant shall rejoice. Let mine adversaries be clothed with dishonor, and let them cover themselves as with their own shame. As with a mantle, but I will give great thanks unto the Lord with my mouth, yea, I will praise him among the multitude, for he shall stand at the right hand of the needy to save him from them that judge his soul. While they clothe and cover themselves with their own dishonor and their own shame, we give thanks and clothe the Lord with glory and honor. That's the direction that we should focus. Because when we focus on self, all we end up with is shame. Well, thanks for listening in, and I'll talk to you tomorrow.